Hi friends, this is Alondra Jimenez and welcome to the 8th episode of Let's Talk and Grow. So today I want to talk about cancel culture. It's been in our society now for a couple of years and I want to talk about it because I don't Here's the thing. I don't fully support it. I support it, but I support it to a certain extent. To a certain to a certain limited extent. So before I start, I do want to do a quick disclaimer because I feel like this topic is very delicate and a topic that can easily be misconstrued and I don't want that. I want to say that the reason I'm making this episode is because I feel that I do believe in cancel culture to a certain extent. There's things that I don't agree with and what I'm going to talk in this episode are things within those variables that I don't agree with. I I feel that as people, we we should speak to one another more. If something offends us, we should ask one another, you know, what do you mean by that? Instead of jumping into conclusions, we should investigate more, learn more, figure things out on our own, and never jump into anything because the rest of the world is. I also don't believe in public lynching. I believe that we should all, like I said, investigate, learn. And then if you do have a certain point of view, whether it's with a majority or if it differs from the majority, that's okay. But make sure that you actually put some thought into your opinion, that you actually investigated it. And that is not something that's coming out of the bandwagon. I just feel it's very dangerous and it's not right when we do that. That's all I'm trying to say. When you listen, you don't have to agree to everything. But just keep in mind, I am saying everything with a certain extent. Everything that I disagree with is to a certain extent. I'm going to start with instances where cancel culture is implemented upon a young person. Like uh, mid-teen years to early, very, very early 20s. I just feel like in some cases, I mean, their brain hasn't even fully developed. And geez, there's some points where someone said something that was mean or that was offensive. But I feel like there's situations where you can, we can, I don't want to say, I don't want to use the word punishment. I just, I mean, bring awareness to the situation to them, bring awareness to them. And I don't know, perhaps like a a timeout waiting for them, you know, to, to at least show that they've learned that what they did was wrong but I sometimes feel like it's it's crazy when someone said something when they were 15 that was perhaps there's things like I guess as the public it does surprise us that someone said a certain word especially if it's a racial slur I mean I I I understand that but let's say someone just says something like that was simply insulting I don't know let's say you say something about a a janitor or something which are obviously is something bad but I feel like we've all made mistakes to the point where you know canceling someone for years and years and years to the point where no matter how much they grow mentally they can't get back up is just very detrimental I feel like that's bullying to that's us answering in a way that like let's bully you let's bully you back so immensely that in some cases like you and like you might end up wanting to kill your life like Kill your life, end your life. Bowling someone so badly, even if they learned and grew from it and are are now aware, 
to the point that it doesn't matter how much they grow. We like you. We will always step on you because you you said this in 2011. You said this in 2003. There's instances where you know like someone hasn't grown, you know. But there's it. But there's times when you're like, okay, that was clearly something stupid that they said. I know that there's people that I artists that I admire that probably said something that seems so so not with our times now. Not necessarily something that was inappropriate at the time, but just something that was like, no. Even like both men and women who would say things that are just, you can you can tell like we are not with those times anymore. But they, they recognize it. I mean, it's, I feel like, I feel like we've all, even us that like criticize harshly, I feel like we've all gone through stages where we're not the same at all. Like, I remember, for example, when I was, like, in high school, I was so against abortion, completely against abortion. And I would say that that was, like, killing, I don't know, something from God. And it was only God's decision. But I never really took into consideration other factors. Like, I don't know, when I was young, I I didn't really take into consideration the fact about separation and separation of church and state. I never, to me it was like, I don't know why I was, I I was very religious when I was little. I didn't go to church, but I, for me it was like, in a means to do good, I would involve God in a lot of the topics, but not keeping in mind that we don't all uh, pray to the same God. We don't have the same religion. And ultimately, it's a woman's choice what she does to her body considering the situation that she's going through, considering what life that child uh, will come to. You know, if they're going to be struggling and it's not going to be a good life, or if a mother's not going to want the child, and the child can feel it even in the womb. I didn't really take those factors into consideration. For me, it was just like, it's all all up to God. It's all up to God. And I mean, I, I meant well, but now I don't think like that at all because I realize that there's much more much more factors than just saying, oh well, well let's leave it up to well it's leave it up to God. But what about when the child comes into poverty and the mother is stressed and the child grows up with trauma? Anyway, that's a whole different topic. I also feel like people people do like to when it comes to not we're not talking about young stars anymore. We're just talking about celebrities or singers, musicians, actors. I feel like we act a little bit like hypocrites. Like we hold them to such a high standard that we don't realize that they are beings that also have a life path, that are going through a life path where there's trials and tribulations and within their growth comes also bad decisions. You know, when we re- when we expect them to be perfect all the time, I don't even know if I should name this po- this episode not only cancel culture, but cancel culture and role models. I was going to do a separate one for role models, but I feel like we expect them to be in role model mode all the time, but that's detrimental. That's like negating the fact that we all have a life path where we are expected to make mistakes in order for us to grow. And some of those mistakes could be very bad. There's different levels of mistakes that we can make, but... Like, for example, this happens with a lot of parents. They trash an artist because their child or their daughter or their son grew up listening to them. But the star, the singer, whatever, 
is already this this is Miley Cyrus is a perfect example you know Miley Cyrus went through a period where she's discovering herself her sexuality um and you can see that she's she's been through the motions of life but people act like she's responsible for their children and it's like i feel like you need to learn to have your own criteria you, you, it's your responsibility to teach children to develop their own criteria so when these celebrities or stars do something that is doesn't resonate with you you can separate that from like the music like maybe i don't agree let's say that she smokes weed or or that she that her maybe I don't like her music anymore, but that doesn't mean that I have to trash her on social media. I mean, how much better are you than her if you think that, and I'm not saying she's bad, how much better do you think you are as a person if you go online trashing her because it, it doesn't resonate with your daughter anymore? I mean, or your son. You need to teach your, I feel like you need to teach your children to, as, as they're growing up, to develop criteria, to develop their own critical thinking and to learn what is right or wrong for them someone wants someone wants to go through a different path we can acknowledge that and say that's what they want to do i don't choose to subscribe to that anymore or i will support it but that doesn't mean that i have to do the same thing it's just so terrible when to me when i see that people act like this is something I've always wanted to have the opportunity to say. I don't know why, but I thought about this a lot. Um, there's circumstances where people say that, like if the celebrity isn't in a good mood a certain day, a celebrity is not a star, a singer doesn't feel like giving the autograph today, they don't feel good today, or they have a nervous breakdown, and or... I don't know if they're not always in the perfect mood and and, pe and people want to take pictures of them and they say, you know, I, I really like they don't want to take a picture right now. There's people that attack them and say, we we made you like we made you and you can be rude to fans. But I think like when a celebrity, when a star decides to make music people say well if you're if you get into this world that's what you're up against that's what you sign up for or you sign up for ridicule as well and you should accept the ridicule you should um that's part of the territory and i am i do not agree with that at all your service is to give your art if people like that art i mean i feel like People come to the to the extremes where if you're a star, you have to sell your soul to us. It's like if I were a, if I were a star, I don't I don't want to I don't want anybody to feel like they own me and they own every moment of myself. It's like I give you my art, I give you my art, and if you love and if you love my art and if you listen to my art and you resonate with them, that's wonderful. Like there's a there's a the same transaction as to when you're it's the same thing when you're a cashier there's people or or when you're a call center worker where people are like they treat you bad or they they have the, an expectation that you they always have to be right and they can treat you a certain way and they say you eat because of me every everybody eats because of someone that doesn't mean that we own them if you're a real if you're a real estate agent, I mean, 
Of course, you eat because someone buys you buys a, a house from you. Um, that doesn't mean that the person, I mean, can overstep boundaries and and treat you a certain way because they they're trying to find a house. That doesn't mean because you're a cashier that a woman who is angry is allowed to to who's not having a good day is allowed to be rude to you and treat you like a like a dog and say in turn you eat because of me we all eat because of each other and that includes celebrities and other workers alike we we all provide a service but that doesn't mean that we're selling the, our souls and that doesn't mean that we shouldn't respect boundaries that's why i really hate that when people say you eat because of me everything is a is a transaction if you don't like my art you don't have to listen to it but people don't want to do that because they're afraid to say it. they're afraid to lose the following but it's like if someone doesn't respect you then are they your real fans anyway they can't even respect you as a human why do you why do you want them to follow you anyway who wants those kind of fans that's how i see it but I just feel like stars, celebrities, and anyone in the like has the right to stand up for themselves, not because they're in the industry, be treated as they cannot react, that they cannot have, a, um, they cannot say no. I feel like anyone can say no if they're not, they're, they're not feeling well, as long as they're polite, of course. I mean, if some, if you're working as a call center, in a call center, and you can't do something for a customer, I mean, you should be able to be honest and say, honestly, this is not something that I can do. It doesn't mean that you, you don't have to leave through disrespect or people call it. There's there's thing where, and I'm glad that it's going away, where we have to feel like we have to let people mistreat us. And we have to endure verbal abuse from, from customers, from people to support us. Uh, or if, or they, if we don't do what the other person wants, I'm not a star, but I'm just saying even as a common person, like working for something that you feel like you have to endure verbal abuse if you, if, if you don't do what people want you to do. Also something that I don't, that was more like, that was in so much cancel culture, but that was a point that I really wanted to make. Um, another thing is that I don't agree with when it comes to cancel culture is that as soon as someone accuses you of something that automatically means without a doubt you're guilty and counseled and, and no one can, you know, you're completely caught off from every deal if you're if anybody so as so as even mentions your name. I believe that when it comes to big situations like sexual abuse cases, that should be treated with uh, a lot of seriousness. Open parentheses. In this part of the segment, I am talking about cases within the public eye. I am not talking about family members. If you have family members, friends who are victims of sexual abuse, always believe them. I'm not saying don't believe to not believe people when it comes to the public eye, what I'm saying is investigate, always investigate. And whatever conclusion you come to, make sure that it is because you investigated. Public lynching is such a dangerous thing. 
I also want to emphasize that most sexual abuse cases that are reported are true and people should not be afraid to speak out. Yet, as far as um, the public eye goes, I do believe that we do need to, because obviously it can become trial by media, I believe that we should all investigate because jumping to, the band, jumping to a bandwagon can be detrimental, especially in cases before where people were prosecuted and then years later, 20 years later, 50 years later, we come to find out that they were innocent all along and they can't recuperate their life back. So make your assessments, but make sure that you investigate it. A lot of time when it comes to public issues, public cases, especially with people that are famous, well-known, what tends to happen is that even people who don't, people who don't investigate tend to to participate in what is called trial by media and just jump into the conclusion of whether someone's guilty or innocent based on what they have heard so far but not based really on what they've researched or what they saw on a website that is you know a cost column. I believe that it's important that as functioning adults we realize that we are entitled in severe cases we must realize that we are entitled we are entitled to our own opinions but we are not entitled to our own facts closed parentheses but and it should be and there should be a due process but without i i don't know for me it's like you can all ha you can have your own thoughts right you can you can have your own thoughts but i don't agree with the fact that we all have to jump on a bandwagon of what society expects us to think especially now we're in a society where if you don't think the same way if 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 you don't think if you're not if you don't act fast to lynch someone then you're the problem and i don't agree with that i mean before like in the 1800s if so as little if someone even accused you as of if a white woman or a white man or anybody wanted to accuse you of raping a woman you were lynched and simply because they said so no one investigated no one it's just like no one cared to investigate and i feel like i i don't believe in public in public lynching without trying to find things out it's not it's not fair to anyone and i i just run through um I did I did run through a quote. I don't know if it was on Instagram or or Twitter where someone said something along the lines of I'd rather take place in accidentally falsely accusing someone of someone who false taking the position of defending someone who possibly falsely accused someone than defend a possible predator. But that all, or abuser or something like that. But that also, and I was like, I did see some likes on that on that tweet, I think, or that post. But that still shocked me. It's like, what do you mean you you would rather? Because he said he would, they would rather jump into supporting someone who might have falsely accused someone. I mean, you you don't you don't even know that person is falsely accusing, but you also don't know the other person is is um is innocent or not and i think that those those are dangerous those are both dangerous i think i don't believe in not investigating things like for example in a more um 
dangerous case like like the R. Kelly case, there I mean there's obvious video and evidence and that's undef undefendable. I just don't agree in not trying to make critical thinking and not investigating. Yes, there were people who took it at face value, but then there were those people that actually took the time to investigate the case. And they're and then they were able to see that they were out, there were so many inconsistencies inconsistencies and they studied the cases and then they realized that the reason why MJ settled 15 or 20 million um in 1993 was because by settling he could go on because before there was a civil case before in the 90s it was first a civil case and then it was the criminal case but when you gave your when you did the civil case um you ran a risk of giving away your you know part of your your evidence away so that the person accusing you could use your defense against you in the criminal trial and so MJ settled so that he could proceed with a criminal case where he, you know, they could still go through the case. But once the family received that settlement, they decided the the boy, the boy decided to not testify. And the boy said since the beginning that MJ had never done anything to him, had never molested him or anything. But the parents, once the parents received the money, they didn't continue on with the with the criminal trial. They didn't. They just took the money so that was one of many 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 i mean that was one of because everybody just says well why did he pay why did he pay that that to me is already guilty but a lot of people don't know these things like they didn't even proceed they did they, they decided to not even proceed with the criminal case in 2005 mg went through his whole criminal trial uh he was acquitted but and I'm not even, I'm just saying things on the surface. I'm not saying like the deeper things, like the the many inconsistencies that if, if you follow the trials, you're able to see the many inconsistencies in Leaving Neverland. But if you're someone who's never, has never gone that deep, you take it at face value. It's understandable, but it's not right to do that. In my opinion, it's not right without investigating. I know that everyone's always going to have their opinion. Even as a human, I'm going to have, I'm going to continue to have opinions about certain things, but I just don't think it's fair to jump. It's not okay to jump on things without actually investigating. And I'm so glad that as far as his case, many people now, like after that documentary, many people are actually uh, researching and looking at documentaries like Square One, uh, which is on Amazon Prime, but you can also find it on YouTube, um, investigating and actually realizing that these that a lot of the things that were said were not only lies, proven lies, but just loads of BS. But there's people who won't do these investigations and they would just say, he, he was this, he was that, he was the other. But I wish it could continue to be okay to develop our own criteria, to do our own critical thinking. I don't think it's okay to say this person is accused, then they are guilty in trial by media. I don't agree with that. It's dangerous. It's horrible. It can... I just think of like the like I just think of the many times where like people were accused and falsely accused where they were imprisoned for years and then they and then they find out that they never did it. Like this man who spent I don't know 20 years or probably even more. I don't know if it was 20 or 50, but he spent so many years and he's and uh, he's a black man who of course was racially profiled. Everybody 
everybody was like saying how this this man was guilty and then they realized that he never he didn't do it and he he was out of uh he was out of jail and he he was he was so you could see that he was so peaceful about it but it's like damn they they robbed him so many years of his life so many years of his life and it wasn't fair and there's many documentaries of things like this happening where everybody just jumped to it and it, they didn't do it i know and i understand that in most cases where things like this happens yes the person is guilty but that doesn't mean it's 100% and that doesn't mean it's okay and it's right to not and that it's not dangerous to not do your investigation and to not see the whole see the whole thing through it's not okay it's detrimental and it's also detrimental to our critical thinking skills i just don't agree with that okay now there's another thing that i'm going to mention that i i love that in this era we now take more accountability it's all about being vulnerable it, people love that more people feel more connected that way that's great i i love that but i'm gonna here's the reason why um sometimes i feel like sometimes we make people apologize and sure there's situations where they said something that clearly was like that clearly sounds offensive and they didn't they didn't mean it that way but it still sound very it sounded very offensive towards like a, a person or something i've here's here's what i mean like when i say that all that i'm saying is to a certain extent i feel like there's circumstances where yes circumstances where no but the reason why i feel so so weird about when people say I don't, I'm like afraid to, to say it in a way that someone calls me a gaslighter before I, before they even hear me out. But I was going to say offended over what you think someone said, because I know that there's circumstances where people will say rude things and, and those do require apologies. But I also feel like there are situations where, for example, me as the reason why I'm so conflicted over that is because I've had situations, a situation where that I remember, and this happened in childhood, and I remembered it for the rest of my life. I remember that there was a family member coming over to our house, and I and I loved whenever she'd come. I'd love whenever she'd come because she was coming from out of the country, and I always loved to see her. And we would talk a lot. About, I'm not religious anymore. Uh, I never been religious like i go to the to the to church all the time but i i used to be very much like into uh just I, I i would pray a lot when i was little i don't know why no one taught me to i just like to and she was an older person so she did that a lot of that too so i found a lot of peace with her when we did that together when we would pray together, when we would talk about God together, I really found a lot of peace in that. But um, I started feeling different about her when this was when I was like 10 or 11. Yeah, 10, 11 or, or even 12, more, more likely 10 or 11. And we had, well, my, my mom and my aunt had organized that she was going to be staying two weeks or one week at our house and then two weeks at her house. It was going to alternate, right? And so we had that understanding. 
so when this family member came to visit us, um, well, I was ecstatic. She was finally here and she came. We were all at her aunt's house. So that's where she stopped. That's where she arrived first. And I was so stoked to see her. I was so happy. So I followed her to to the room where she was arranging her luggage or putting down her luggage. And then she told me, um, she said, I don't know where to stay. She said, where do you think I should stay? And then I said, I remember vividly telling her, I remember vividly telling her, I told her, it doesn't matter. You can stay wherever you'd like. Because obviously it, it didn't matter. We were always going to alternate. And I didn't want her to feel like she had to stress about hurting anyone's feelings because we, we knew that she was going to alternate between my mom and my aunt's home so i told her um it's i told her it doesn't matter it's 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 it doesn't matter you can stay wherever you like and i told this to her um in spanish where i said no no importa se puede quedar donde usted quiera donde usted guste se puede quedar no 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 importa but I don't know what happened where it was that and and I even said it with a smile I told her it, did, it didn't matter um it didn't matter it, it was okay uh, no one was gonna be offended and I said this let me repeat I said this with a smile like I said this with a smile it doesn't matter no importa it doesn't matter and days pass and so the week or the two week passes and then once we're back to her house to pick her to my aunt's house to pick up that family member up and take her to our house and I was so excited um I don't know what moment my mom takes me to the side I don't know if it was once we got back home or or there but she pulls me to the side and tells me your aunt told me that she this family member told her that you told her that when she asked you where to stay you said you didn't care and I was like, what? I didn't even use the words, I don't care. She said that I said, no me importa. And I'm like, I, I, it doesn't matter to me. That's how I would interpret to Spanish. It doesn't matter to me. I'm like, where did I say to me? I just said, it doesn't matter. It, uh, you could stay wherever you'd like. And she said that, uh, I said, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me open parentheses open bracket or whatever you call it so let me add something not only was she, not only did she say that but when she said that supposedly she was crying close parentheses let me add this though i really want to add this even at this age and and at that age i would have been prone to apologizing had someone thought that I had said something that hurt their feelings, and especially if they cried, because, I mean, I I, I would never want to hurt anyone's feelings in, in such a way. But like I said, I feel like everything's to a certain extent. I feel like that was really overdoing it. I mean, I get it if I had been tired that day and I had been like, yeah, you could stay wherever you'd like. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Just wherever you want i mean i would i could even get that you know i could get that because there's times where you don't even mean to sound rude but you're tired and you do but i was 11 years old and i was ecstatic to see her and my voice was joyful and i smiled so there's like a point where you gotta use your this is what this is what i mean by everything to us 
I agree to things to a certain extent because I don't feel like apologizing for everything someone wants to make out of what you say is right in every single situation, at least not in this one. Because, I mean, that was really, in my humble opinion, that was just really overdoing it. I mean, really, if someone's smiling at you and they they even like chase you to the room to be with you, and they and they tell you in their cheerful, their most cheerful voice because I was again ecstatic to see her. Close parentheses. And then and then I think she I think she even added that she could go she could stay that wherever the hell she wanted. And I was like, what? My mom, thankfully, my mom knew that I wasn't the type of person that would say those words, so she believed me. And she knew that I'd been happy for so long. So I, I'm. she believed me. She did mention it to me. She believed me because she knew that I was so happy to see her. But I was so disappointed because it was like, and I, I didn't apologize. I didn't because it's like over time, uh, and even over time, I kept seeing that there was this pattern. There's And there tends to be a pattern with like the women in my mother's side of the family. Like you say something, like it's, it's the kind of thing where you say, oh, you're so beautiful today. And you're like, Oh, so you're saying I was ugly yesterday? Is that what you're talking That kind of thing where it's it, it sounds almost like comedic. It sounds almost like ridiculous. But it like it, it's like that. And even like even like I sometimes I am very sensitive to words sometimes. Uh, I am a sensitive person. And like for example, my partner, my my boyfriend sometimes he does he is not very good with words. So sometimes when he tells me something or where when uh he explains something to me, there are times where I misinterpret where I misunderstand what he's saying a lot because to me what I do is because there's before I would just jump to like I can't believe you told me this and like you're t- I can't believe you told me this 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 and that and he's and he'd say that's not what I was meaning at all. That's not even what I was trying to say. So I think like in circumstances like this, like for example, now it's it runs much smoother because when I feel offended or when I feel like he meant something, I stop and then I say, and I say, did you tell me this, 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 that? And then he's like, oh no, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is this, 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 this. Or sometimes uh, when he says something that he is aware can sound like something else or, or a little too harsh, he stops and says, uh, and I'm not trying to mean this. What I mean is that, that, and the other. So you, so, just so you don't think that I'm trying to say this and that. I'm like, oh, okay. And it saves us a lot. It saves us a lot of, um, a lot of fights that could have been explosive had I not asked. And I feel like that's, that's something that, I'm not saying, ooh, I'm the example, or ooh, we're the example. But what I'm saying is, I feel that as a society, I've I've seen, oh, there was this very sad instance I saw on daytime TV one time where they were making this person apologize. And it was so clear that, like, it wasn't even something terribly, uh, it wasn't something that was flat out offensive. It's something that could be misinterpreted. That could clearly be misinterpreted. And they were making him feel so bad, too. It's like, he's like, this person was trying to explain what they meant. And they're like, they, they don't, we don't, it's like, basically, we don't care what you mean. If this person feels offended, 
you have to apologize. And obviously, the moment that the, this person had to apologize, this person was, of course, being looked as, as like, 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 no. You know, that kind of thing. It is like, like that person was obviously frowned upon, viewed as someone who made this terrible mistake. And how, how could, how could they? Open parentheses. Let me just mention, I'm not talking here about people who gaslight you when you try communicating what you feel to them. If you tell someone in a means to communicate, hey, this made me feel a certain way, and the response is to belittle you or to make you feel bad, I mean, that's a jerk and that's a gaslighter. But I'm talking about more about circumstances where there might be a misunderstanding and the person who is being misunderstood is is in a means to you know knowing that they made you feel a certain way trying to communicate with you what they meant and the other person who is offended says i don't care what you meant you know it doesn't matter what you meant apologize here's the thing i have the conflict with i don't care what you meant that to me is like very conflicting and i'm talking about especially when it comes to the public eye and someone is like, listen to me, like, I'm not this bad person. This is what I'm trying to say. And everyone around them, because they're on television, is like, we, it doesn't matter what you meant. I think what everybody wants you to do is apologize. And then everybody's just staring at them, you know, waiting for that apology while they look down on this person. And that's what I have an issue with. Not so much like, oh... Um, you know, I don't mean it like gaslight people. That's not okay. Close parentheses. And I could see that he was restraining it. Like he didn't, he didn't, this person didn't feel like they needed to apologize because it was something that is like beyond what this person, the other person thought that they meant. They were saying that this person did this and this and this to them by saying that. And it's like, we can acknowledge that a feeling was hurt. If you felt a certain way by what you thought the words meant, but it doesn't, we can also acknowledge that the other person wasn't trying to hurt you as well and also take what they actually meant. I don't know. I mean, there's circumstances where when someone has inflicted trauma on you, I guess that's when you could, I mean, that would be in a situation where you would... I, that's why I'm saying that all that I'm saying is to a certain extent. Because I do see, like, circumstances where you could have really done trauma to someone. And that does deserve, like, even if you didn't mean it, like, you, you could say sorry. But that was that was so sad because you could... All, in that particular circumstance, I feel like there's... When we judge circumstances, I think that every situation is different. And there was this situation in particular was a situation where you could little you could very much see that it was something that could that had been misconstrued and had been really badly misinterpreted. And I just felt bad. I was like, damn, like this person is just we kick people down in public, but it's like we could have just talked to them and let them know that something made us feel that way. And then that person can tell us, oh, I, I didn't I meant it this way or I didn't mean it that way. If you felt hurt, I'm sorry about this. And and the other person, you know, if they blew it out of proportion could say, oh, I, I, I'm sorry, I could have asked. I don't know. Sometimes I feel there's situations where 
neither party needs to apologize or they both can apologize but one can because sometimes when you you misunderstand something you can be hurtful back in quotation mark you can be careful back because you felt hurt but you didn't even ask what the other person meant sometimes i just feel like when i look back at my situation i don't think that there was something that i had to apologize for if i'm quite honest because i never said i don't care i never said those words and i smiled when i told her it doesn't matter like i told her i told her I remember this moment like vividly and I remember like the tone in my voice and I remember I told her and I don't know why she told my my aunt that I said I don't care where you stay does it doesn't matter to me I never and in that tone in that tone too the tone was completely like changed too and I was like I never said I never said that like I never did say that Later, as time went on, I mean, I I always had a lot of love for this family member, but I just, I don't know if it had to do with the fact that they were older or something, but I just, but she's, I did notice that she started nitpicking at like everything that I would say, like nitpicking until it came very, and, and I was surprised, like, why would she start nitpicking all of a sudden at everything I'm saying? And not just me, I noticed it with other people too. And I didn't know if it had to do with anything else, but I didn't like that. And I noticed that she this family member was in the older age but she wasn't yet like a full like senior so it's not like i'm gonna say oh she's probably on the older side this is probably like yeah she was on the older side compared to me but that's why i didn't feel like it was right so when i do see her now which is not it's it's not often at all but when i do get to see her well she doesn't hear anymore so it's not like she is on the older side now like she is of a senior age now um, where she can't, she can't hear. She doesn't use a hearing aid, but she doesn't hear. So when she talks, I just kind of nod and I smile. But even then, I don't try to say anything to her anymore because I'm like, I, I don't want to go through a drama of like, oh, I understood this, and she said that, and so that's why I have a hard time when people say you made me feel like this, and you did this. Like I know in certain extents that's true. But there's certain circumstances like mine where that is not true. Like, you can't say that I made you feel unwanted when I told you. I don't, it, it doesn't matter where you stay. It's okay. It doesn't matter where you stay. You can stay wherever you'd like. If ima- I just imagine myself in the position of that, of that person on TV. I'm like, imagine everybody was like, you have to take the hit. Like, because you said that. It's like, what the heck? Like, that's not what I said at all. And everybody, and, and then apart from saying like, you're sorry, you have to say, I'm sorry that I did this to you. If you say, I'm sorry that you felt this way, you're gaslighting them. You have to say, I'm sorry that I did this to you. And it's like, I know there's circumstances where that's true, but in a circumstance where I think like my, that, that situation like mine, I just can't. So my takeaways for this episode the, t- the key takeaway is mostly, I don't mean to say cancel culture is wrong. I don't mean to say that every approach is wrong. Um, I'm just saying that we should develop our critical thinking skills and, and think thoroughly. Um, have our own thoughts and don't think that we need to jump onto something because everyone else is. I, I, I do feel a little um, uneasy about this episode because... 
I do know, like I said, I'm I'm kind of like afraid that someone misconstrues what I'm trying to say. And I know that someone's going to say red flag. She's like gaslight or something. And this is not at all what I'm trying to say. I acknowledge that there are many, many instances where people are being a f- clearly very, very offensive. And the person deserves to deserve the other person deserves an apology um i'm aware that most cases most cases where people are accused are true but i'm speaking about the ones where we just i'm i'm talking about jumping to conclusions without trying to find out what went on that's that's where the problem lies is what i'm trying to say and just basically learning that we all have a path we keeping in mind that we are all going to make mistakes and if we are going to give someone a cancel timeout when they're young we should also give them the chance to come forward after they've been in the shadows and say you know what i i've learned and i'm here i am a much better person and i can create now uh, from a better place and I don't I I know and I hope that no one that listened to me jumped into a bad conclusion because um, I'm far from being the person that calls that calls other people snowflakes I just like to analyze situations and analyze the extents of situations I'm not a person that it's a yes or a no it has to be like this or it has to be like this and you're either with or 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 against us I'm not the type of person I'm a person that I kind of like to see things through I like to look at every situation special like uh, differently Every situation can have its different aspects. With that being said, thank you so much for listening, for tuning in. Please subscribe if you haven't. Leave a rating. You can also follow the Let's Talk and Grow page on Instagram where I post pictures, I post inspirational findings, I post reflections, post stories. Thank you so much for supporting me. I love you all and I hope you continue to be blessed. Love you. Hi, my name is Alondra and welcome to the ninth episode of Let's Talk and Grow.